Welcome to Emilia's Faith. Let's talk faith with Josh Hawes. Hello and welcome. Welcome to this episode. I want to thank you for again for your love and support. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about some things that we've already talked about, and that's the agency to choose. Um, so let me ask you this. If someone asked you why it is important to have agency, what would you say? Um, and to me, that's a, that's a really big, big question. If someone were to ask me that, I would say it's important because we, get, we choose. Um, we have the freedom to choose. Um, for ourselves and to freedom to go about our ways with our lives. Um, God has told us through his prophets that we are free to choose between good and evil. We may choose liberty and eternal life by following Jesus Christ. We are also free to choose captivity and death by following Satan. The right to choose between good and evil and act for ourselves is called agency. Um, and I'll, and you'll probably hear me refer to agency here and there. Um, and you'll know what I'm talking about. In our pre-mortal life, we had moral agency. One purpose of earth life is to show what choices we'll make. If we are forced to choose the, choose the right, we would not be able to show that we would choose for ourselves. Also, we're happier doing things when we have made our own choices. Agency was one of the uh, principal issues that to... Um, that arose in the premortal council in heaven. So when we were given this plan of salvation in the premortal life, this uh, the agency to choose between Satan and Jesus Christ, that's what this big old thing was about. Because remember, Satan stood up and said, Behold, here I am, send me. I will be thy son, I will redeem all mankind. That one soul not be lost, and surely I will do it wherever. Wherefore, give me thine honor. In saying this, he rebelled against God and sought to destroy the agency of man. His offer was rejected, thus broke out the war in heaven, and he was cast out with uh, he was cast out along with a third of hosts of heaven. A, uh, agency makes our life on earth a period of testing. When plan when planning the mortal creation of his children, God said, "We will prove them herewith to see if they will do all things whatsoever the Lord their God shall command them." Without this gift of agency, we would have been able to show our Heavenly Father whether we would do all that He commanded us because we are able to choose, we are responsible for our actions. When we choose to live according to God's plan for us, our agency is strengthened. Right choices increase our power to make more right choices. As we obey each of our Father's commandments, we grow in wisdom and the strength of character. Our faith increases and we find it easier to make right choices. We began to make choices as spirit children in our Heavenly Father's presence. Our choices there made us worthy to come to earth. Our Heavenly Father wants us to grow in faith, power, knowledge, wisdom, and all other good things. If we keep His commandments and make right choices, we will learn and understand, and we will become like Him. So let me ask you this. How does making right choices help us make more right choices? To me, that um, helped... Uh, to me, that's like if we make a right choice, another right choice follows, and then another choice, and another choice. It's kind of like Heavenly Father is trying to guide us and lead us in the right path because He knows 
our lives. He knows what he knows what we're gonna do and what we'll, and what we become, and he's trying to lead us and guide us on that path. Um, and when things come right, there must be opposition to kind of balance it out. We cannot choose righteousness unless the opposite of good and evil are placed before us. Lehi, a great Book of Mormon prophet, told his son Jacob that in order to bring about the eternal purposes of God, whether there must be an opposition in all things. If not so, righteousness could not be brought to pass. Neither wickedness, neither holiness, nor misery, neither good nor bad. And that's found in Second Nephi chapter 2, verse 11, if you have your Book of Mormon. And again, if you don't have one, please let me know so you can follow along easier. Um, I can get you one for free. <clears throat> and let's see. God allows Satan to oppose the good. When, when God cast out Satan from heaven... He said, I caused that he should be cast down, and he, and he became Satan, yea, even the devil, the father of all lies, to deceive and to blind men, and to lead them captive at his will, even as many would not hearken unto my voice. Satan does all that he can to destroy God's work. He seeks the misery of all mankind. He seeketh that all men might be miserable unto like himself, and that's found in Second Nephi, uh, chapter eighteen, verse or chapter two, eighteen and twenty-seven. Uh, he does not love us at all. He does not want anything for us or any good thing for us. Uh, he does not want us to be happy, and he wants us to make us his slaves. And do, by doing so, he does he makes it or he disguises many things that'll catch us. We're like his fish, you know. I don't know if many of you go fishing. We use certain lures or baits to attract the fish. That's what Satan does to us. He makes things. He make he makes wicked things look really good just to trap us and reel us in. Uh, when we follow the temptation of Satan, we limit our choices. The following uh, example that I have uh, kind of suggests how this works. So imagine you're, you're seeing you're at, you're at the beach, you're on the seashore, and you see a sign that says "Danger, Whirlpool, No Swimming Allowed Here." Um, what do you, what do you think that this is? Um, do you think it's a restriction? Um, so in looking at, we still have choices we can do. We are free to go somewhere else. We are free to walk along the beach and just pick up seashells, not even go in the water. We are free to sit and watch the sunset. Maybe we're on, maybe we're on a date. Uh, we are free just to turn around and go home. We're, or we're also free to ignore the sign and go ahead and go swim. Uh, but once, once we make the, so say we, we chose to go swimming, that whirlpool has us in, in its grasp. And we're pulled under. We have very little choices that we have now. We can try to escape or we can call for help. And we also might drown. Even, even though we are free to choose our course of action, we are not free to choose our consequences um, of those actions. The consequences, whether good or bad, follow as a natural result of any choice we make. So in, in Galatians in the New Testament, chapter 6, verse 7, it says, But be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, he, that, he, that shall he also reap. Heavenly Father has told us how to escape the captivity of Satan. We must watch and pray always, asking God to help us withstand temptations of Satan. Uh, Third Nephi chapter 18, verse 15 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you must watch and pray always, lest ye be tempted by the devil, and ye be led away captive by him. Heavenly Father will not allow us to be tempted beyond our uh, power to resist. In First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 States there hath no there hath no temptation taken you but such as a common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, um, 
but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. So he won't give us anything that we are not able to get out of. We may have to occasionally call for help, but it won't be so much to where we can't escape the temptation. God's commandments direct us away from danger toward eternal life. By choosing wisely, we will gain exaltation, progress eternally, and enjoy perfect happiness. Um, I have a video or an audio, a video on, on my end, um, audio on your end, um, about a boy who chose um, not to, he chose not to go what, what we call seminary. Seminary is during school uh, for junior high and high school youth that they can go to to, um, to learn and grow, to learn about the Savior, to learn about His plan for us, and to um, draw closer unto, unto Him. And I have a little audio of that um, that I would like to add here. So if you give me one second, I can play that for you. for something. But it's not volleyball. Sean's passion is surfing. When I first started, I made a goal to try to surf every day, rain or shine. That's the only way you can get better. Like, I, want, I wanted to get really good. He started about four or five. Uh, just loved the water. He loved going down to the beach and loved the ocean. Uh, enjoyed the competition and loved to surf. And uh, we tried to get him down as much as we could. And when we couldn't, he'd find other ways of getting to the ocean. So the freshman year, uh, all my friends were like, oh, you should try out for a surf team. So I said, okay, I'll do it. Tried out, made the team. All my friends were on the team. Shortly after joining the team, however, a conflict arose, and Sean would be faced with a tough decision. Surf practice and competitions are held early in the morning, at the same time as seminary. That was a huge conflict. I had to choose, tough decision. Uh, but back then, pretty young, didn't wasn't mature, so I just chose surf team. And went to seminary occasionally. If you'll open... I don't think Sean realized what he was missing from not attending seminary until his teacher helped him realize that. She was actually a huge influence. She, uh, she kept urging me to, to go to seminary. But just that surfing is like, I want to surf so bad, like, it's so fun with all my friends. But then I would just I'd be like missing something every day. We knew Sean was missing the spirit that you feel when you go to seminary. And, you know, we knew he could make up the work, but, you know, he could never make up the spirit. And I think Sean knew that. In the end of freshman year, um, we had a testimony meeting. 
Um, everyone's bearing their testimonies, saying how much seminary has, like, helped them. I was like, you know what? I, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want, I want to have, like, the spirit to with me. That's the only way you can be happy. Well, one day Sean came to us. He said, Mom, Dad, I decided to quit surf team and go to seminary. And all we could do is look at each other and say, that was an answer to prayers. I made that choice to, to go to seminary and uh, put the Lord first. When you're in the service of your fellow beings, you're in the, ser in the service of your God. He decided on his own, and I think that's what the real blessing is, that he was able to feel the spirit in making such an important decision in his life. Sean skipped surf team during his sophomore and junior years, but continued to practice on his own. As time passed, however, his senior year would bring new opportunities that Sean had not anticipated. Senior year, before school started, I saw a surf team trying out. Coach comes up to me, he's like, you know, we really need you. Is there any way, is there any way we can do this, like work out Sunday and surf team? Is there a way you can come after? And how about those, the contests? We had contests Tuesdays and Thursdays. He's like, I'll put you in the later heats around like eight o'clock. So I'd be, in the, I'd be in the last heat of the day. So I just told my parents the news and they're like, that works, that works. They're really, really excited. Not only did Sean make the team without having to attend practice, but in the months that followed, he won first place in his division at the Junior National Scholastic Surfing Championships in Huntington Beach, California. Well, I was really stoked, you know, championships too, so it was pretty, pretty big. Uh, kind of felt all the blessings that, it, that came from choosing seminary. Sean has learned from experience that setting aside personal wants and making the right decision can be difficult. But he's also learned that with a little faith, the long-term rewards can be great. As a result, Sean looks forward to a bright future, and he looks back with no regrets. I have, I have no regrets whatsoever. I know that if you put the Lord first in your life, that the Lord will bless you in so many ways, that you'll just be blown away. You know, it was probably the best decision I've ever made, you know, besides going on a mission. My next big decision. Um, I never, never will regret that. I thought I would just share that with you um, to sh give an example on how obeying. You know, this goes along the lines of making the right choice leads to another right choice leads to another right choice. Um, in the video example, he um, quit the surf team, attended seminary to where he can draw closer to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And um, by doing so, putting them first, he was able to make the swim team, make it still work. And, you know, he was blessed. Now, I know it sounds silly, but he was able to take first in his division. So those blessings await as we make the right choices. I know that to be true. Um, I've made choices in my life where I know that they were the right choice because I've received blessings from it. Um, but yeah, that's, 
that's what I have for tonight. I um, hope you guys enjoyed. Again, if you guys have any questions or comments, um, please send me a link. Send me, send me your thoughts and opinions. Um, again, if you guys have any um, requests for Book of Mormon, that way you guys can follow along with me because I'll be reading out of the Book of Mormon as well as the Bible um, because we believe in both. Um, please drop me a line and send me your address or... Um, or I can get you one somehow uh, for free, no cost to you. Uh, just let me know. Um, again, I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll talk to you guys next time.